Welcome back to The Relay. Uh, It's been a while since my last podcast, and I've got a new topic for you that I'm sure that'll be interesting. Uh, I have a couple things that may be surprising, and others maybe not, uh, but I hope you enjoy. Today meeting with me is John Ramirez. How are you today, John? I'm good, thanks. So uh, what are we talking about? Okay, so today we're going to go over some video games and their implications on our modern world. Sounds good. Uh, The differences in perspective uh, on video games from teens to adults vary in many ways, but here are some things to clear it up that we will put into more detail, such as why they are just like a form of interactive TV or book, how much they've improved and changed in such a small amount of time, and why they aren't as violent, and uh, they all, all aren't all as violent, and how they affect our brain. So, many older adults don't understand that video games are just another form of entertainment and time passer, just similarly to TV shows and reading a fantasy book. Except for one big difference, you're the main character, and you control all the decisions that are made. You are immersed in what your character is doing, practically becoming them. You can make them do or say whatever you want, and you can be them, or they could be you. It's like a movie where you're the director. This makes them very interactive and a great way to keep you occupied. So, what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Um, I mean, there's lots of examples about that, like different genres. Like, there's strategy where you can be basically the owner of like an army or there's fps shooters where you're just one person in a multiplayer game or i mean free room where you're basically in a sandbox situation you can do absolutely anything i mean yeah so yeah what do you think about that yeah you can pretty much you can assume pretty much any type of person like or become that person i don't know if i use the right word but you can like become a soldier on a battlefield. You can become like an assassin in like uh, a couple like I don't know what year that would be, but like, like ancient ancient times. times. Yeah, you can just you can become whoever you want. Yeah, and there's hundreds of different genres, but so on the point too. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, basically everyone knows about Pong, 1972, the very first video game, but. And not a lot of people know about VR uh, that came out recently and it's become more accessible to the common people. Uh, you don't need a big computer and lots of money. There are also many newer games that allow you to be creative and build what you want, like Minecraft. Basically sandbox, sandbox games. Yeah, Minecraft is probably the biggest sandbox games. One of the biggest sandbox games out there. Uh, you can do, you can build, you can create what you want, you can, it's a very good way to express yourself, you can, you can build giant houses, go mining in a deep cavern, just do all types of different things, and you get to be free to spend some time in a different world made of completely out of blocks. Yeah, and I got the pawn source from computinghistory.org. Now, how video games affect your vision, brain, and other things, such as your wrist, 
hand-eye coordination and memory. They all can improve all those things and like help you become a better uh, information organizer and fine-tune your motor skills, which can increase your reaction time and tracking skills. Uh, but some bad things that could happen is like while you're looking into a bright monitor in a dark room, it can damage your eyesight. Also playing for long periods of time can affect your sleep pattern thanks to like blue lights from screen screens. Uh, they also cut into your time for other daily activities and can cause carpal, carpal tunnel syndrome, which is, uh, which affects your wrist and your, your like, like our extending forearm. part forearm, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think this is what extends a lot of stigma about video games, like the uh, negative health benefits or the time consuming. So, I mean, yeah, the stigma basically says from like older people who don't know that much about video games, they think it's a time waster, you don't gain anything from it, and I mean, I, I just don't believe that's true. What do you think about that? Yeah, it can really uh, improve your mental health, relieve stress, all types of different things. They can challenge you to grow mentally stronger and things like that, and there's a lot of the benefits outweigh all the negatives when when you're put up with just the straight facts. Yeah, I think it's all about like time organization and not developing a dependence on video games. Like if you get home from a long day, you can play video games for a couple hours, but for the rest of your day, you shouldn't just spend on video games. I think that's bad for your health and it, in the and in the, at the end of the day, it's it's going to affect you negatively. Yeah, you should never just ever do something in in an extreme amount. It's always moderation. Yeah, exactly. And you know, people people are always like, "Oh, you're on that way too much." And some people are on there way too much, but some people are just on there a decent amount. Maybe they're like, maybe they've had a really rough day at work or something, and they just want to chill for a few minutes and get get over what they're what they've been working on. Yeah. So it, it's it can be really beneficial, and and to get carpal tunnel syndrome, it, it would take a long time of just having your hand positioned in one way, like yeah, I mean, hundreds repeating, of hours. Repeating the action you're doing, it's just yeah, highly unlikely. Yeah, but yeah, I mean speaking on. Our third point, there's lots of benefits, like, I mean, you've heard about, like, esports and e-leagues, like, competitive um, video games that can help you, like, actually make money if you're really good at it, so what, what do you think about esports nowadays? Yeah, uh, a lot of people are against esports, saying, oh, it's not a sport, but in reality, if you've ever touched a computer, you will learn that doing the, those types of games... Just as like, just as in Call of Duty, it takes a lot of fine motor skills to be able to use the mouse that accurately and stuff like that. Yeah, and I it's a lot of skill. Sport, but it definitely does take a lot of skill and like thousands of hours of practice. People people play the same game for thousands of hours of practicing. Like, there's so many different aspects of a video game that you have to become good at to make money. Just calculating, seeing things with your eyes, moving that with your, into your hand. Uh, it's it's strategy, it's motor uh, skills, it's all types of different things. Yeah, but do you think that could be a uh, valid source of income, or do you think they would have to 
have a different job or have that on the side? It, it's a valid source of income, I feel like, but so. it could it could be taken away from you in a, like in an instant. Yeah, the schedules could be inconsistent, or you could be benched. I mean, unless you're like one of the best in the world, there's no way to tell when you're making money. Yeah, and especially like in compared to like other sports where you're signed into a contract for a long yeah. period of time, Indeed. this could be on and off like yeah. that. Yeah, because the money you make is depends on whether you win or lose it's not it's not just yearly yeah exactly so i would i if i if i was doing that i would at least have a backup plan maybe yeah. i wouldn't skip out on college or anything just to go into esports that's that's not very smart but you can do whatever you want i'm not the main contributing factor in this yeah, but video games also open up a lot of, I mean, a couple job opportunities like streaming or, I mean, working on the game itself. So what do you think about streamers, like, as a valid source of income or people leaving their jobs or leaving college to pursue a streaming career that's kind of like a win-or-lose situation? Uh, streaming, you know... It's like TV. You gotta be. You gotta, gotta kind of really play the part. You gotta yeah. be able to entertain as well. So like, while you can make it, it's it's a it's a hard way to get from fame from fame just starting out from nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, there's thousands of people who have, who just have zero viewers. They quit college because they think they see people making lots of money, and it's definitely a possibility. But you have to be super entertaining. You have to be super good at the video game you're playing, or you're not gonna be getting viewers yeah but i thought what was interesting about people that do play video games is the military actually uh hires them for drone pilots because they see people that have that good hand-eye coordination and do it anyway yeah okay well and there you have it we have discussed the reasons why video games are so prevalent in teenagers nowadays and how they develop and can help you be creative and why there can be beneficial, but with too much, just like anything, could be a bad thing.